This is Colin Zenshu, the podcast, episode 386 for the week of August 2nd, 2015. What is up? Welcome to Kanzen Shu, the podcast and extension of the all-encompassing Dragon Ball fan site, Kanzen Shu. We cover anything and everything Dragon Ball in hopes of enlightening and a little bit oh the entertaining. Once again, my name is Mike Vegito EX. I will be your singular host setting up and knocking down the episode this week. It's uh, been a couple of those weeks where no one's work schedules can perfectly line up, so we're kind of piecemealing things together. But we do have a show for you this week, a topic I've been wanting to do for a while, and I just so happened to grab Jake at uh, a somewhat opportune time to talk about it here on the show, and that is the Strength Checker. If you don't know what that is, it's just a forum thread on our forum on our site that is a widely linked resource that uh, quite a few people like to use or perhaps don't like to use, don't want to use, but use it anyway. We are going to talk all about that in a little bit. So for those of you into the versus discussions, into the strength comparisons, this is a topic you will want to tune into. Ahead of that, though, it's uh, it's actually a pretty busy week here at Consensu and here in North America. Funimation is rolling out their English dub theatrical premiere for Resurrection F, that's Revival of F, the 2015 movie for Dragon Ball Z. They're doing an extra New York red carpet premiere, which we'll be at on Monday, which is uh, actually when this episode should be going out. So that's a thing coming up. And then the wider theatrical release is this Tuesday. So that is a, a very big topic of discussion. Uh, my review is up on the website. The written review is up on Konzenshu. We should be grabbing Heath and hopefully Mary as well to talk about it here on the podcast in the near future. We we're hoping to have that ready for this weekend. But again, we just couldn't time that out so we got our replacement topic instead uh not that jake is their replacement host never never in a million years would i ever say that so that's kind of what's on tap for the next week or so in terms of podcast material uh we've got that great topic coming your way but before that let's head off a couple quick news stories Hello, hello, hello is the ending theme to Dragon Ball Super by the band Good Morning America. Again, you may remember them from the uh, the first closing theme to the Majin Buu arc of Dragon Ball Kai, so that being the third closing theme overall to Dragon Ball Kai, Dear Zarathustra. They are brought back for Dragon Ball Super's ending. Their song is getting a CD single release on August 12th, but ahead of that, they've put out the full-length music video for the song. You can check that out. Uh, it's embedded in our news story, and it's on YouTube. You can check out the full-length version of the song ahead of that CD single release. Dragon Ball Xenoverse was uh, in the news for around a 24-hour period quite heavily, even on all the major gaming websites. There was a screenshot from a RyGuy176 on Twitter that made the rounds quite heavily uh, captioned in all caps. They gave up on this game real fucking quick. The text of the screenshot shows online service for Dragon Ball Xenoverse has ended. The following features will not be available, and it lists multi lobby, time-space delivery, registering favorites, and auto patrols. Turns out this was an error. Bandai Namco came out, both their European branch and their American branch. They provided a statement to Game Informer as well that read, Bandai Namco Entertainment America is currently looking into the online connectivity and features 
feature set limitation issues that some players may be experiencing with Dragon Ball Xenoverse. Players should expect full online functionality for Dragon Ball Xenoverse to be restored soon. There are no plans to sunset any online features for Dragon Ball Xenoverse at this time. Now, of course, it will, like pretty much every other game, some of these online features will be shut down. They will not be shut down within one year of the game's release. Dragon Ball Xenoverse did pretty well, both in Japan and internationally. Uh, do not worry about it, but that sure was a news story. Looking ahead to Resurrection F, the uh, Funimation's release of the movie, we have a couple really interesting listings that popped up. You may remember with Battle of Gods, Funimation had not yet announced their home release plans for the film. When Manga UK out of nowhere came out with a couple listings for the extended edition of Battle of Gods, and of course Manga UK just sub-licenses their Dragon Ball stuff from Funimation, so that in turn of course meant the Funimation had the extended edition of Battle of Gods, and it would be coming relatively soon compared to that announcement. We have a similar thing going on with Resurrection F. Now, there is no extended edition of the film, and I've seen a lot of people asking this. Now, Battle of Gods had an extended edition. Will Resurrection F Revival of F get an extended edition? The answer to that is probably no. Dragon Ball Super is adapting both Battle of Gods and the Frieza movie, so in effect, that is your extended edition coming your way episodically in the future. But anyway, back to Manga UK's listings that popped up. These were on Amazon there are single disc DVD and Blu-ray and a multi-pack of Battle of Gods and Resurrection F that have been listed for October 26th over there in the UK. So clearly it is coming and uh, Manga UK wouldn't be getting that much of a jump on Funimation. And we've had a couple independent reports of this. FYE stores, both in their computer systems and some displays that they have out, listing Funimation's Resurrection F as coming around October 20th. This falls right in line with how Battle of Gods worked, where uh, the theatrical release was in August and we got the home release uh, just a couple months later. So I think we can all look forward to this home release, probably coming late October. And that's really the big news for you right now. So what we're going to do, we're going to turn it over to myself and Jake, our buddy Herms, who works here on Consensu with the rest of us, talking about the Strength Checker. And I'm joined by a Herms. What's up, Jake? Hello. Jake, I want to kind of destroy your uh, mind, your mood, your everything today by talking about battle strength comparisons. Ah, you're too late for that. <laughs> Have you already been reduced to a shell of your former self? Yeah, I'm down to at least one out of three of those things. Okay. Um, you have undertaken a project, uh, not recently, it's actually something that you posted on our forum back in 2010 originally, so this is even prior to Konzenshu. It was uh, something you were kind of doing on your own. Just one of those Jake decided to do something and here it is kind of projects. Uh, the one I'm referring to is the Strength Checker. Now, this is something that we generally don't talk about on Konzenshu because none of the four of us are particularly interested in the versus discussions, though we kind of have to acknowledge that with the larger community of Dragon Ball fans, Dragon Ball being a series about fighting, lots of people want to talk about the fighting and and figure out who could beat who. So you put this thing together. In a nutshell, it's pretty much every statement in the manga that you can possibly think of down to the most minute detail that says what someone's current strength is, what someone's strength in comparison to someone else, someone's speculation about someone's strength. Is that accurate? Yes. Well, that was the goal anyway. I don't know if I can claim that I've got absolutely everything in there, uh -huh. but I had to draw the line somewhere. 
Okay, so what kind of lines <laughs> were drawn in the sand here? Well, for instance, like tournament audience members going, wow. Past a certain point, you have to just stop including those. Oh, okay. I gotcha. I did include several statements that are clearly wrong just for the sake of completion, like Mr. Satan talking about pretty much anything. And I guess this is kind of a larger discussion, and it's the, can you believe what the characters are saying? Yeah, so that... I mean, that's one of the main points of contention is that there's a lot of fans who would say that really the only thing that matters is what we physic what we can see characters physically doing. And that's the whole feats discussion, I guess. Yeah, which this doesn't get into at all beyond what characters say about feats. Right. Because like I said, I've got to draw a line somewhere before I just go insane and die. Not necessarily in that order. Well, one of those two things may have happened. I, I want to talk to you, get your uh, kind of dive into what your mindset was. What prompted you to want to do something like this? Why would you go through the trouble, the pain and the thankless work, really, of documenting every single last statement about strength in the series when it doesn't, from my perspective anyway, doesn't seem to be something that that you're super interested in. Well, it all basically started because people would ask me what to translate lines relating to whatever strength debate was going on at the moment. Mm -hmm. I'd get requests saying, oh, is this is, this is what it says in Viz? Is this accurate or things of that nature? And what most of it wasn't even on uh, the Dai Zenshui X forums. At the time, I was also active on this place called My Favorite Games, which I started posting on primarily to debunk these fake guidebook things that some people oh, were posting yeah, yeah. about on YouTube. And from there, I kind of stuck on and was at, uh, primarily dealing with translation-related questions. And that place I, was compared to... Uh, the Dai Zenshui X forums a lot more into these kind of strength debate versus discussions things. Mm -hmm. I think probably I th it subsequently, I think it shut down. And I actually think you can measure an uptake in the amount of those kinds of discussions going on at the Dai Zenshui X forums from that point on. <laughs> yeah, that's probably accurate. But anyway, um, so I was answering a lot of these questions for these people, and there's just so many of them that at one point someone's like, hey, why don't you just do them all in one go so that we won't have to ask you piece by piece? And at the time, I thought that was obviously a crazy idea, and I would never in a million years do something so stupid. Uh -huh. And I kind of just blew it off at the time. And then, I don't know, several months later, I was looking at this Japanese fan site for Hunter Hunter and Yu Yu Hakusho. And they had set up something that was essentially this sort of what this strength checker type thing for those two series, where it's just um, the list of statements organized by character. And so, yeah, it's not just that's one thing I guess we should clarify with the strength checker. It's not organized primarily by chapter, but by story arc subdivided into characters. So the idea is that if you want to look up everything said about oh, Goku's strength when he fights Vegeta, then you can theoretically just jump right to that section. And that's what's supposed to make it more convenient than just reading through the manga yourself. Now, I want to get into the process of doing this, but I kind of yeah. want to take it back a little further. People are saying, you know, this is what Viz says. Is this accurate? Uh, a description I always go back to, and I don't know if you ever intended this to stick around so long and um, kind of become so ingrained <laughs> and repeated so much the way you describe the various translations so it would be steve simmons translation of the tv series via funimation subtitles 
and then Viz, their English translation of the manga. I believe your explanation was a perfect translation, which can't exist just based on you know the art of translation and what any fan is looking for. So this theoretical impossible translation, that being a 10, you assign Steve's translations uh, a rating of a 9 and Viz's English translation a rating of a 7. And why did you <laughs> come up with these numbers and do you still stick by these numbers? Well, it's probably a bad idea to go with specific numbers, but as you sort of said, the idea is it's supposed to convey that both the Viz translation and the Steve Simmons translation, they're both pretty accurate, but there's still a considerable gap in accuracy between them. I should say probably not accuracy, but rather fidelity to the literal Japanese. Because so with Viz, their processes, they've got a native Japanese speaker who goes through and provides a sort of raw translation. And then apart from that person, there's an English localizer mm -hmm. who reads that and then makes whatever changes they feel are necessary for it to for the script to sound the best in English. Yeah, and that's very similar to Funimation's English dub of the series where yes. they're given a translation and then it's the script writer's adapter's job to then turn that into the script for the dub. Yeah, you could say that with uh, Funimation, the sorts of dubs they're doing right now where they're a lot more accurate than they used to be, mm -hmm. but they, they still have the occasional thing they're kind of spice up or put their own twist on. That's basically the same level of, that's what Viz has been doing all along. Mm -hmm. You read it and 90, I, uh, I shouldn't say numbers, <laughs> But I know numbers. Most of the time, what's said in Viz is going to line up pretty much the same as what's said in the Japanese dialogue. But sometimes they're like maybe simplify things just so they can squeeze it into the speech bubble mm -hmm. or that they, they just include a joke of their own that they thought was funny or like a pop culture reference or right. various things like that. And then sometimes there's weird stuff that doesn't make much sense where like uh, there's this one point where Goku does this huge jump and Bulma says, wow, he just jumped 50 meters. And in Viz, this is like... Bulma instead goes like, ah, I didn't see that. I can't believe it or something. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. It's like, like they didn't want to include a, a reference to the metric system or something. Like there's occasional just completely off the wall stuff like that, that I think should be noted if you're going to get into these sorts of in-depth discussions. Sure. And I guess one of the classic examples that I always remember is uh, this is English translation doesn't mention the 10 times uh, line with regard to the great ape transformation, right? Yeah. They just say uh, a sign is stronger as a great ape as a opposed to in Japanese where it's specifically times 10. Gotcha, gotcha. And that's that's one of the more infamous examples that comes up where it's like, you can kind of see for an, an ordinary fan, that's not going to impact the story at all. Mm -hmm. But for someone who's, you know, making lists of all, of battle power numbers and right. trying to get everything as exact as possible. That's the sort of person for who would be interested in that level of sticking directly to the Japanese. Right. And I, so comparing Viz to the Simmons subtitles, as I think he explained when he was on your show years and years ago, mm -hmm. he tries to keep it as like everything that's said in Japanese, he tries to have reflected in his subtitles without adding anything of his own. Right. So that's his approach. And that's, an approach Viz has consciously chosen not to main, not to follow. It's not like they're incompetent compared to Simmons. They know what they're doing. They're just choosing to adapt things sometimes for the sake of putting it out to an English market. Now, the reason why I wanted to go through that explanation and description is I kind of want to come out as the Herm's defense force. <laughs> and I would have been this way even before we merged sites and we were kind of working together. I've seen a lot of accusations levied at you of, oh, he's got such 
such a problem with the other translations. He thinks he can do so much better. Uh, I think as you can see with the description you've given here, it's less that you wanted to do this and more that it was just so consistently asked of you to provide that it was kind of this throwing your hands up moment of, all right, here you go. Fine. Take it. Yeah. And it's not like I'm claiming I'm a better translator than Viz because, like I said, they've got a native Japanese speaker on hand. It's just that I'm I'm trying to just approach this by doing something as literal as possible, which isn't something they'd want to bother with because, like, I'm trying to do something that's going to appeal to the really, anyone who wants to really crazy hardcore in depth what exactly is this phrased as what's the conjugation blah 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 i mean the word is pedantic you're you're appealing to the pedantic people who want the most literal unadulterated kind of nonsensical translation in a way and this isn't entirely the way that we translate things like interviews on the website either i think you and julian have very very much kind of fused (laughs) the way that your (laughs) translations um work there's i can't remember what exactly it was but there was a particular turn of phrase in an interview somewhere and i was like wait what is that i doubt he said something like that and you guys are like well you know this is the intended meaning of it and literally it doesn't make any sense and that is different from how you approach the translations for the strength checker where you'll do a lot of things in brackets and making a note of what the pluralization or like you said the conjugation is there that's the kind of thing that a professional translation would not do because the point of a professional translation is to make it readable and legible for a general audience and the strength checker is 100% not that right yes like with translating interviews from Toriyama or real people I do try and make it not that super literal like with Toriyama in particular the way he talks is often very informal and are try and do translations that match up with that for instance um, for one recent thing there's something where I actually can't remember what he says in Japanese, but I translate. <laughs> sorry, I translated it as like never in a million years did I expect this to happen, uh-huh, right. which is not lit- he did not literally in Japanese say never in a million years, but he said something that was equivalent to that. Mm-hmm. And it like it just seemed to make the- it seemed to flow the best in it. English, even though it's not a literal translation, it might seem a little backwards that like with the actual things said by real people that I'm a little more loose loose Mm -hmm. compared to the made up statements about fantasy things. Yeah, there's a bit of irony in there, isn't there? But I I mean, if anyone started asking me what Toriyama was literally saying in all these different interviews, then I'd be happy to explain my process in translating it. But uh, please, people do not start asking me to uh, literally (laughs) translate Toriyama statements. No. I mean, the nice thing is the way that we all work, we do have a text archive that we can access of all this stuff. So in the off chance that anyone asks, we at least do have it available to us that we can go back to kind of readily available. All right. So now that we've set the stage for kind of why this exists and how you approached it, what was the process for collecting all this? Because I can't imagine you. I mean, knowing you, I kind of can imagine you just sitting alone and two nights later, suddenly we have this giant post. So what was the process for collecting all of these statements? And then did you check it against Viz? Did you not even care what was over in the English translation? You just did whatever. And did you do it by yourself? Well, actually, I had several people who helped me and I kind of document this in the introduction to the strength checker. I think there's a list of names of various people. So I started out, uh, I sent emails out to various forum members who I thought might be interested in helping out with a project like this, uh, like Kabo 
Boom and, um, well, various other people. And about uh, maybe five to six people said oh, they were up for it. And so I divvied up the um, different sections of the story so that they would go through and just collect things on their own, collect statements and send them to me. And then I would double check them against the Japanese and make any corrections to the translation I felt were necessary. And then in addition to that, there were various parts of the series that I just did entirely myself. Got it. So it's kind of this, you know, check out this you know, one fifth or one sixth of the series. Give me a list of maybe even pages and statements, and then I will go collect those. So it's not I'm sitting here rereading every character and by character, I mean letter <laughs> in yeah. words of the manga. So you didn't actually go through that entire thing that way. Yeah. So, well. In the end, I did end up going through more or less the manga entirely on my own. But because I had this sort of a rough draft that these people had kind of provided, like a roadmap, more gotcha. or less. Like I knew, first off, I knew where to look because they said like, oh, here's a statement, you know, here, here and here. And so I would go look it up and then change it or leave it the same. You can actually tell if you read through the strength checker, there are various parts of the, like depending on um, who handled that portion of the series, there are various parts where it actually is just the Viz translation because that's what they would be sending. They'd be reading it through it in Viz and sending it into me. And sometimes there'd be quotes that are entirely the same as Viz or it'd be the same, but I just changed like a little part in the middle that I thought like you know could be done more literally mm -hmm. so it's it looks a little weird that way and then the the really the wild card was that one of the people I had do it was a cold skin who is uh, French so he was reading through the Glenat French translation of the manga translating that into English and then sending it to me <laughs> and then I double check it and I think he did mostly the red ribbon portion okay so was that a kind of lesser area of strength comparisons well well that's what that was what he wanted I believe it was what he wanted to do but if you read through that portion I think you can kind of tell that the way things are written are not like bad, but they're slightly different than what you're seeing other places just because it was being translated through that way. Like there, there is this one line I remember. I think it's when uh, Krillin's fighting Blue, where Blue's beating him up and he said, like well in Japanese what he says is to something to the effect of like uh you you, you talk big but you don't have the power to back it up mm -hmm. and in French well okay the English translation I got it what from um cold skin was like um you have a big mouth but nothing in the arms mm, okay. or something like that that I just let like it was kind of an interesting turn of phrase that I just left as is because I liked it so much <laughs> gotcha gotcha which probably defeats the entire purpose of the project, but there you have it. <laughs> Even for the portions of the series people collected on, I, I'd also, while I was going through, add in other things that I thought would, should be included. So that, that helped make it a lot more comprehensive because I had these, uh, my, the guys helping me go, they'd find the really obvious stuff and then I would focus on finding the more obscure things. Did you feel like you were getting ahead of the curve by adding in some of your extra I don't know, analysis and exposition around those statements? Because you do provide context for that kind of stuff as well. I planned on providing a lot more translation notes and explanation than I ended up doing because at the end I was just so worn out. I'm like, yeah, just post it up. So there are occasionally notes like that, but maybe like half to a third of what I'd planned. But like I did everything I thought was major and important. Mm-hmm with the translation notes. So I've kind of thought, I have occasionally thought about going through the strength checker and doing a kind of thorough updating, if only to provide a little more of that kind of analysis. But gotcha. I haven't mustered the energy yet. That's a really interesting thing. We're talking about, this isn't a section of Kansenshu. This is a 
series of posts on the <laughs> forum and it's not one of the most visited pages, but it's definitely up there on the list of visited and most linked and that kind of thing. So we're talking about a resource that enough people have come to recognize that it's, it's, it's pretty high up there. And here's where I really wanted to kind of get some real talk out of you with regard to this. This was such a massive project and I see the strength checker in particular is kind of uh, the leader of one of these things where it's a completely, I, I mentioned this earlier, completely thankless job. And it kind of, I see it as enabling even more dependency and more obnoxiousness and more gimme, gimme, gimme kind of attitudes. What's your take on that? I think it depends just on the person. There are always going to be people who react like that. But I do think I have gotten a lot of positive feedback on it. A lot of people. Okay, have, that's good. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people. I do seem to like it. So, do you think it good. enables just those further discussions and kind of defeats the purpose of even providing it? Where it's like, I've given you yeah. this information and you don't even want to believe it. But I guess that's the the outside non-believers who are like, who's yeah. this Herms dude? Why should I trust him? Like, what do you? What have you seen come out of this? Or do you try to avoid <laughs> even? I do. I do try and avoid just. I mean, I mostly do just hang out on our forums and don't engage the outside Dragon Ball community mostly. For for time issues than anything else. I cannot ha keep track of half the things going on on our forums, let alone like maintain a presence on some other Dragon Ball site. Sure. But anyway, I mean, occasionally I just look around the internet to see if people are talking about it. But I just people say, well, according to the strength checker, this or that. And I guess that a I do. I, it's a tool, you know, it's supposed to be something people can use for their own purposes as opposed to some sort of final arbitrator on all that is good and proper. So you don't see yourself as, uh, this is the thing right now, as kind of like the death battle person making your final decision on what the answer is. Do you, do you pretty much not even care what the answer is? Well, I think overall, it, like with any versus question, I think if the answer isn't already obvious, then it's probably an insolvable problem because the people writing the story haven't thought of it themselves. Uh -huh. So I did kind of try and make a, a follow up to the strength checker where I just try and list like, what are all the big obvious things in the series that anyone even halfway familiar with the series would recognize? Like Imperfect Cell. And then his second form stronger than that. And then Perfect Cell stronger than that. And then Gohan stronger than him, et cetera. Like mm -hmm. listing stuff like that. Like what tried to do like the exact opposite of the strength checker where it's like, what's the most stripped down version of the series you could get to? And that project never really went anywhere though. Anyway, so the big thing, the strength checker, it, like I said, it's a tool. It's supposed to be there to make things more convenient for people who are interested in this. So like past a certain point, like we've talked about the translation aspect of it. But honestly, like the biggest, the hardest thing to do when I was making it was just organizing it into, you know, every quote by character and mm -hmm. providing some sort of rudimentary system where you can search for a specific uh, part of the specific character during a specific part of the story. Like that's what ate up the most time by far. I mean, with all with Dragon Ball, the dialogue is usually very easy to translate, especially with these kind of quotes where it's just most of the time someone going like, oh, it's unbelievable or wow and mm -hmm. stuff like that. You know, it's shooting fish in a barrel from a translation point of view. And so, yeah, I spent most of the time just uh, copying and pasting quotes and, you know, organizing them into this format. And it's like if someone out there wants to, like, just make a version of the Strengths Checker that's entirely 
the Viz quotes and nothing else, and or just wants to do everything that's from just what's said in the funny Funimation dub or anything like you know, they're welcome to it. I'm not going to stop them. I'm not going to say, like, my strength checker is the strengthiest checker of all. It's if people want to believe if people want to trust me, they can. I'm just putting my stuff out there. And if people want to use it, they can. And if people don't want to use it, then it's no skin off my nose. I guess that's kind of where my question is heading next. And that's the, well, who's this guy? Why should I trust him? Uh, your opinion is fine. Don't. Yeah. I mean, overall, it's just... I mean, I've got a job. I don't. <laughs> I don't really rely on the uh, the goodwill of internet people to survive day to day. And I guess the other thing, as I did touch on, is that a lot of the things in this, like it, the strength checker, are there precisely to prove that the series is often very complicated and contradictory yeah. in what is said about who. So, for instance, like just um, well, I mentioned Mister Satan, who's who is prone to say things like, "Oh, I, you know, I could beat Goku in two seconds." But Cell, he's not as strong as I am, so he can beat Goku in five seconds, mm -hmm. which is probably my favorite quote in the entire Strength Checker, just because of the window it provides into Mr. Satan's view of reality. <laughs> That's true. That's true. And so, but I mean, apart from that, there's other th there's other quotes in there that are controversial. Like people will just um, argue, like, do we trust it when this guy says this or that? And here's the way I view it. I, I see the Strength Checker as kind of providing the same answer that something I've been working on for a while and I wish I could finish it, but they keep making new things. And that's a guide to the canon for the series and kind of spoilers for what the guide is going to say at the end in that there's no answer. I think the strength checker basically provides that same thing where it's who's stronger than who? <sighs> Fuck if I know. I mean, Toriyama has said in interviews that his view of character strength would change as the stories went on. Mm -hmm. Like even within the same storyline, he'd write the tournaments not knowing who would win, which if you think about it is weird because in retrospect, the tournament story arcs are usually there's the whoever fights each other in the finals are in the end presented as about equal and also a lot stronger than all the other characters. Mm -hmm. But it's when I, when Toriyama started the story arc, he didn't necessarily know that Jackie Chun would be uh, so much stronger than anyone else. He just kind of hit upon that as time went on. Right. He ended up being that way by necessity of where the story ended up. Yeah. We've had a quote from Toriyama where he said something about, well, correct me because I'm not remembering it correctly. Something like, well, yeah, whoever has the most key uh, is going to be the winner of the fight. Um, or maybe it was battle power. I'm not exactly sure what that line was. He said that a key control, having a lot of key and being able to control it properly was the key to winning in battle because uh, with physical strength, you can only train it to a certain point before you hit a limit. Gotcha. But a and key is the only way to overcome that. So I think where I'm going with this question is something I've really put out there a lot when I engage in these discussions, which admittedly is not often because don't interest me that much, but occasionally something does pique my interest, um, is the, well, a weaker character probably could beat a stronger character. I'm not sure that we have a great example of that, but something I think back to is there was a Kienzan that was tossed at Nappa, which would have likely defeated him despite the very, very large disparity between the battle powers of these characters, but he was warned to get out of the way. And I think there is something to the ingenuity of attacks and the, jeez, oh, just like the improvisation on the battlefield. But I don't think we've ever had a really great example that someone from my perspective can point to and say, no, look, see, a weaker character can beat a stronger character. What do you think on that? 
I, I think that's probably true overall. But beyond that, there's also the fact that like even if the weaker character will probably lose, they won't necessarily lose in exactly the same way. Okay, um, there's it seems like a lot of fans when they're talking about this, they assume that like okay, Goku beat yeah, the Mummy in one punch. So if a character was equally strong as the mummy, then Goku would automatically be able to defeat that other character with one punch mm, in right. more or less the same way as he defeated the mummy guy. And like, I think the main problem isn't necessarily fans assuming the stronger character will you win 99% of the time, because that probably is what happens throughout the series more often than not. Like in Dragon Ball, usually if the weaker character will become stronger and then win, if you know, there right, goes Super right. Saiyan or Kaioken or things like that. But beyond, like, I think the main mistake a lot of these uh, debates are based on is the idea that if that the characters are kind of equally strong characters are like interchangeable pogs that can just be switched around. Right. Like the fight will go exactly the same way, which probably is not the case. Where if you've ever even if you played even a really simple RPG game, then you can see why that's not that's kind of a dumb idea. Right. Someone might get a critical attack or your buff might not go off in time, even though you start it at the exact same moment in the RNG on the map, <laughs> like a Pokemon battle or something. Even if it starts at the exact same time from there on out, there's variables in the fight. The thing here is that it's not mathematically based. It's based on the author and the will of the author as he's writing it which as we've seen with Toriyama can change at any moment. And I think that's the thing about uh, doing strength debates with Dragon Ball where it's, yeah, that's how it happened, but it's because that's how Toriyama wrote it. And we have so many of these inconsistencies. I don't want it does come across and maybe I do mean it this way where I kind of think these discussions are worthless to have because the fights happen the way they happened. They can't happen any other way unless you get a case like Dragon Ball Super, I guess, where we're completely retelling events in slightly different ways and things are going to happen in different ways. Like we just don't have the opportunity to play these what if scenarios in an official canonical capacity but maybe that is changing with dragon ball super do you know where i'm going with this where it's like yeah. wh why even bother because what does it affect but i guess that's the same as any discussion at all with dragon ball and i i just need to come to grips with that yeah i guess for me i mean i'm a, i'm a big rpg fan so for me the main interest i'd have in these kind of discussions is if we're ever going to make like a really uh a really good Dragon Ball RPG, like then that's why I, that's the only case where I think we'd really need to bang out really detailed stats and powers. Mm, so it's like, all right, what level is the minimum I have to hit before I can take on Beerus? Because if I'm level 26, just the mathematics of health and hit points and attack power, it's not going to work, but I have a chance if I get one level up. Yeah. Because if you're doing, yeah, if you're doing that, it makes sense. But otherwise I, I get. I mean, everyone finds different things fun. So they I do. assume. Yeah. I. I mean, I assume people make these debates because they they enjoy them. But I guess for me, I just don't quite get the point of debating something to debate something. Like I think this ties into my views of canon as well, where I think any concept of canon should be useful for some greater project rather than just having the debate. Yeah. Rather than just saying, you know, well, this is canon and that's not canon. Like for me, my perspective is I'd want an idea of canon so that I could make a timeline, which is uh, <laughs> or <laughs> one, of, one of my hobbies, make a timeline or an RPG or some sort of fan yeah, fiction yeah. which many people do but then a lot of like the 
the only times I get really, really annoyed with canon or strengths debates is where they seem to be just debated for the sake of essentially someone getting the satisfaction of, of proving their right. Yeah, that's it. And again, I'm not into it, so I'm not reading every discussion. I'm sure there's a valid one out there. But from my perspective, every discussion I see debating strength and powers, it just seems like a wank fest. And I, I don't see what the end result is other than someone being able to say, told you so. And even then, it seems like there's so so many different opinions on it that how can you ultimately come to that conclusion unless you're just completely delusional about it? And I'm sure the exact same accusations can be levied at the four of us who run the site for many conversations we have. I'm sure people roll their eyes incessantly at us as they listen to us and say, what is the point of what you're talking about? And it is just well, what you take an interest in. I, I just wonder if there's a point where it's maybe you have to take a step back and say, at this point, it's no longer about me enjoying it. I'm trying to prove something. And what does that accomplish? And maybe I have to reflect on that myself with some of the discussions I like to have. And I guess the important thing is to try and just keep the try to have fun and be nice to people. Yeah, don't be a dick. I mean, that's which. <laughs> I mean, I don't always follow that myself, of but course, I yeah. try to. So I think the important thing is just have fun. Yes. Shonen spirit, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Exactly. Well, cool. So the strength checker, there have been so many things. People have seen this over the years. We kind of use our forum as a test bed for future guides and sections and that kind of thing. Do you foresee, and you're kind of not in charge of this because you don't <laughs> code up the actual sections on the site, but do you foresee the strength checker being something we could maybe incorporate into the battle power guide, for example? Well, I mean, like you said, my, my end of it is pretty much done aside from a few revisions and notes right. and stuff like that. So yeah, it's all up to Heath or, well, I guess you, like if, if you guys want to put in the work to make it part of the site, then that's fine with me. Do you think it fits in? I, mean, I guess why not? Right. Yeah. I mean, it's probably, it would probably have to be its own thing just because it's so much larger than the current battle power guide. I don't know. I'm very conflicted about that. I'd be curious to hear what other people think about that, whether it could fit in and if they'd like to see it or if it's please stop talking about it. I don't know. I would like to see it like a version with a better search function. Yeah, that's true. The, the thing that I kind of threw together where it's, it's this very crude, uh, hashtag system where you're supposed to use your search function in your browser. I mean, it can't be any more difficult than trying to catalog Funimation's releases of the Dragon Ball Z TV series. I mean, yeah. <laughs> the f we've managed that somehow, maybe not particularly well. Uh, we could probably do a strength checker. Yeah, and it'd be maybe fun to have graphics, like a little icon for each character. Wouldn't really add anything to it, but it looked cool. Well, I'm glad we could talk about this because it's. Uh, I did want to get your take on it. It's something that's been sitting there for over your first post was made Saturday, December 18th, 2010 at 8.47 a.m. Oh, really? I must be. Oh, I'm probably getting it mixed up with the uh, the my big the history of ever. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they tie in. That was 2012, I believe. So this is something that's uh, approaching five years. <laughs> it's, it's the kind of thing. It's a forum thread. That's all yeah. it is. And it's something that's become so widely distributed and referenced. Um, people who don't even know Konzenshu will refer to this. They just know it's a strength checker. Maybe they know that this Hermes guy wrote it and they don't know what the site is. They don't know who the guy is, but they know it's a resource <laughs> and it's something they can use and maybe they can trust it. Uh, I think that's what I find so fascinating about it. It's something that you've put together that kind of, not that you're dead, but it kind of outlives you in a way. I really do hope this isn't when I go down in history for. <laughs> uh, I hate to break it to you. It probably is. 
<laughs> and, and that's, I, I think, what I was talking about earlier, which uh, I didn't use these exact words on the show, but I'm going to now. Do you have any regrets? Uh, well, I don't regret making it, but I do. I think I do actually have some sort of uh, after the fact trauma where I just don't <laughs> I don't like to go back to it and read it. Like there would have been a lot more like fixing. I would have fixed a lot more typos, but every time I open it up, I get a headache. Yeah. Like it's not for me. It's not a fun thing to read through. Yeah. It's, it's a reference. It's not the kind of, you don't read a dictionary. Yeah. That's the thing. And when, whenever I have to, whenever I try and revise it or anything, it is like reading the dictionary and I just get fed up before too long. I was going to say, there's probably a lot, there's probably much fewer typos up to about the Piccolo arc. And then it's probably many more typos after that. That's where you gave up. Yeah. Yeah. That's the thing. That's why it's a forum post and not integrated into the website because none of the rest of us feel like doing our due diligence on this and bring it up to snuff with what we expect on the site. But there have been, I mean, people there's, we have the translation request thread. And so every now and then there have been uh, people ask about specific lines and I have, I have updated my translations if I thought like, you know, if whenever I felt necessary. So I have revised beyond the really early stuff, but not in any thorough, you know, top to bottom thing. Right. And that that thread and threads other places, I think that's what I was talking about earlier was, can you get ahead of the curve there? And you already have it answered. So you can say, well, did you check out the strength checker? But um, it's so funny going in there and seeing the questions about the, even though you've noted the pluralization or the conjugation or what is the word originally in Japanese, like you, you almost can't get literal enough for people sometimes where it's, well, was the word henshin or was it something else? Because that could affect blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I mean, like I said, you've got to draw the line somewhere. Right. So I guess that line is learn Japanese and just go read yeah. the manga. It's not that hard, people. <laughs> two of the four of us have done it. Yeah. I am not one of them. Two, two, two and a half. Two and a half. That's true. With I, again, I always say I'm the lowest on the totem pole. My uh, kana is, is a little rusty. Well, Jake, thanks for chatting about the strength checker with me. It's, uh, it's so fun to talk about something that's not even really a part of the site, but is such a huge part of the site. Yeah. It's the in. It's the elephant in the room. It kind of is throughout every discussion. Jake, I've used the strength checker. I feel so used. All right. Well, thank you, sir. And we'll talk to you again soon. All right. Bye-bye. And there you have it. That is going to be our episode for the week. We hope you enjoyed it. We will have uh, some more regular cast members joining back into the conversations in the near future. We have a lot of stuff to talk about. We definitely do want to collectively review uh, the English dub of Resurrection F, similar to what we did with Battle of Gods following its theatrical release. And uh, by the time we talk about it, the rest of you probably may have had a chance to see it as well. And for those of you outside of North America, I know there's a lot of other theatrical showings coming up very very soon as well that have been announced. The last word we got was that it's heading to 74 countries. So uh, if you don't have an announcement just yet, hopefully you do have at least a home release announcement in your near future. So look forward to all the good freeze of stuff coming your way. And again, that's going to do it. So uh, I got to wrap this up so I can get my butt off to New York to cover this movie's debut. So for the rest of the cast, especially Jake, who was here, Herms, uh, also for Julian and for Heath, my name is Mike. You may see me around as Vegito EX. This has been episode let's say 386 i think it was of our podcast www.kanzenshuu.com and it's cons and shoes where you can see all the stuff we got going on see you next time Yo,